Hello and welcome. I'm Reverend Cassandra Ray, Spiritual Director of the Center for Spiritual Living White Rock. And I am so grateful to be with you today. You're in my heart. And um, I want to also say as we start today, you know, happy Passover, happy Easter to those who celebrate. And I, we are an inclusive and progressive spiritual learning center located in the greater Vancouver, lower mainland area of British Columbia, Canada. And we practice and teach tools for transformation, for authentic self-expression and conscious living. So wherever you're at on your journey, whether you are soaring or struggling, there is a place for you here. Today is a new beginning, and I'm grateful to be on this journey with you. As we begin our gathering today, I would like to respectfully acknowledge that I live and work on the traditional unceded territory of the Coast Salish First Nations, including Huiquetlam, Tsleil-Waututh, and Stalo First Nations. It is important that we recognize the indigenous lands that we are living on so that we may consciously engage in reconciliation, reparation, and moving forward together as one community. And so as we begin our time together today, I invite you to turn within as we can ground our time together today in love and spirit. So just taking that moment to breathe. That breath of life that moves each one of us. That is this physical sensation of the spirit source that is alive and well and supporting life, expressing life, being life through each one of us. I know that this energy, that it is deep and unconditional love expressing itself in a multitude of ways so diverse and that each moment is a new moment to begin again, to re-immerse in this flow of love and health and wholeness. Just recognizing my oneness with source that I am an expression of spirit. I claim, affirm, and know that this time together is guided and directed by the truth within each one of us. That there is something that is sung or said or experienced that opens the heart and mind to this infinite power this loving presence of spirit so that each one of us is lifted up and connected to that inner divine purpose of being so that each one of us feel the love that we are, that we are engaged not only with each other, but with a deeper sense of purpose and meaning that anything that attempts to put us back to sleep or to block this sense, it is simply 
removed. That this power and, and love and wholeness of spirit, that it is realized individually and collectively. And that things such as fear and anxiety, that they are soothed and released, that they are embraced and they simply melt away by this greater sense of power and wholeness. And so with such a heart filled with gratitude and grace, I release this prayer into that perfect divine law of mind that has already said yes. And so I step forward into its perfect unfoldment, letting it be, and so it is. I'm so grateful to welcome our musician today, Fida Phoenix. She is a songwriter and intuitive singer whose intimate and authentic performances reveal a passion for creating a love-centered life, concern for the conscious evolution of humanity, and preserving our beautiful earth. You can see why she's here with us today, and her recordings are diverse, ranging from the ethereal and meditative sounds of crystal bowls with harp and drums to the eco-folk inspirational songs she performs with her guitar. And we are so blessed by her talent and spontaneous compositions. Please join me in welcoming Fida Phoenix. Thank you so much. So wonderful to be here with all of you. <sighs> all right. Hmm. This is a spontaneous song to share and acknowledge where we are now. Coming back to the Listening. 
seeds that are awakening, giving birth to new life of life of love and spirit joining. We live as one. We are rejoicing, celebrating, releasing all fear. We trust our God-given, Spirit-given gift, Spirit-given health, Spirit-given to the mystery and allow. So appreciate that heart opening through song, through chant, and through your spontaneous intuitive knowing. Thank you, Theta. Well, this month, welcome April 2021. We are stepping into the unknown. That's our theme for this month. And today, we are taking the past less, the path <laughs> less traveled. And I must admit, that there's a part of me that's like, no, no, I don't want to go into the unknown. <laughs> but it is actually stepping into the unknown and taking the path less traveled that ultimately brought me here to you. So while I think many of us here in our community value stepping into the unknown and choosing our own unique path, we don't necessarily know how to do it. So today I'm gonna to share my personal journey with you as well as highlight the specific spiritual values and tools I used along the way. You're definitely gonna to wanna to grab your pen and paper because I'll be asking you to write down some questions for you to answer this next week. Okay, so before I tell you my story, um, I want to provide a little bit of context because everything rests on this idea that there are seeds of purpose planted within you. And they know exactly what they need to come to fruition and they are always sending you information. So Ernest Holm calls this the divine urge. And he explains in the science of mind that the divine urge is the inner desire to express life, the desire to do and accomplish more, to be more completely happy, prosperous, and well. 
It is part of that eternally progressive spirit of unfoldment, and we should surrender the entire situation to the working of intelligence with the conviction that intelligence will use us as a perfect channel. Divine intelligence will use us as a perfect channel. So spirit is unfolding right now within you. And the seeds of purpose are growing and they're sending you information, letting you know what they need in order to flourish. And the thing is, is that they're not constrained by social conditioning, by tradition, or even by logic. So this can be quite challenging because Western culture tends to view logic as the only valid guidance. But if I had relied on, on logic, I would have never made my way here to Canada or CSL White Rock. And so I wanna tell you my story. Back in 2011, I received a call to ministry while walking a labyrinth. This new awareness arrived right before I was going to start practitioner training. You see, practitioner training is the first step to becoming a minister with the Centers for Spiritual Living. So here I was finishing up the prerequisites to enter practitioner training, and I heard the call to ministry. It came as a new awareness. While I was walking the labyrinth, I heard this thought, I think I want to become a minister. I was surprised, uh, but it also, it, it, it made sense to me. It felt right. So this new awareness led me to a question. If practitioner training is the first part to becoming a minister, then who is the right minister and teacher for me? While I had been a part of San Jose CSL for about two years, I had never been to any other centers. Who were the other ministers in my area? This question led me to an exploration. And I began researching all the centers and ministers in the San Francisco Bay Area where I was living at the time. And my research led me to Reverend Jane Beach. Some of you might remember her from my installation here as your senior minister. She was one of the ministers that recorded a video for us. Reverend Jane Beach also has a very active and popular online ministry where she posts daily inspirational messages on Instagram and Facebook. And in her retirement, Retirement, I say that with air quotes, um, because she's also an artist. Um, so she's, she's very active, involved, and inspiring, if you want to look her up, Reverend Jane Beach. Anyhow, this exploration led me to a knowing. I visited her center. I heard her speak once, and I knew she was the minister and teacher for me. How did I know? Well, there were three elements that revealed this new path for me. So number one, I resonated with her personal story. 
when something resonates, it produces a positive feeling, a positive emotional response, or a positive opinion. So not only did I have a positive emotional response to Reverend Jane, but I could also see myself in her story and I was drawn to her. So that's the first element of how, how I knew. I resonated with her personal story, I resonated with her. So number two is I wanted to know more about her. I wanted to be in her presence. I wanted to understand how did she really go from atheist to minister? <laughs> she had something I wanted. I couldn't put words to it, but I knew she had wisdom that I wanted and needed. So that's this second part of how I knew that this was the next best step for me. My curiosity was piqued. I was curious. And the third part is, is that I was excited. Being at the Conscious Living Center, which was the center she ran at the time, it energized me. You know, there's no way I could have known this at the time, but the Center for Spiritual Living White Rock is very similar to the Conscious Living Center in size and dynamic. And um, I don't even know if Reverend Jane knows this, but I am often day to day looking back at that experience I had at Conscious Living Center to help me guide as I find my legs as a new minister here at CSL White Rock. So there was something in me that knew I needed this experience at Conscious Living Center. Also, one of the main differences was the center I had been at was large, huge. Um, and, and, and I chose to leave a very large center to go to a very small center. More on that later. But so I, I want to, um, I want to point out these tools for walking the path less traveled, for understanding and following the guidance of the seeds of purpose within you. You see, the seeds of purpose in you they're only guiding you and you are the only person who can, who can really determine and discern where they're leading you. So that's why we're really focusing today on like, how do you tune in? How do you begin to know and hear and feel where they're guiding you? So here's your three questions for you to write down for this next week. What resonates with you? So when you think about where you're called next, how, where you're called to go on your journey, what resonates with you? That's the first question. The second question is, what do you want to understand? What are you curious about? Follow the wonder, the wonder. 
And number three, what excites and energizes you? What excites and energizes you? Follow what gives you life. These are your three questions to begin to explore. And I want you to begin to not only like on larger levels, like we can use these questions for big questions, like where's my career? Where do I want to live? You know, who do I want to be in a relationship with? Right? Like huge questions. But you can also use these questions in everyday, you know, things. What do I do next? What do I do this afternoon? What do I do tomorrow? Who do I connect with? Begin to use these questions. To, to turn you inward to, so that you can look within at the divine in you to begin to make really powerful decisions for yourself. And I want to point out that these answers don't need to be logical. You might be excited about taking a nap. <laughs> and your soul knows what you need in order to nurture the seeds of purpose within you. And sometimes when you're depleted, the next steps are about nourishing yourself into preparation. Sometimes when you're a tax accountant who's, who's called to paint every wall in her house, you know, just allow that curiosity to guide you. What would this room look like if the walls went from white to orange? red, green, taupe, blue, or yellow. Those are the actual colors I painted every wall in my house when I first started to follow the guidance from my soul. Some of them looked great, and some of them I painted over multiple times until I found one that resonated the most. Now, I wasn't called to become a painter, but painting walls was an exercise that required me to become still. And when I was painting, I was with myself. I was quiet. This, this time that I spent with myself creating, you know, creating a home I wanted to live in, this was an experiment with paint and color. And, and this is exactly what I needed at that time in my life for my soul to guide me out of tax accounting because yes, I was a tax accountant. Part of how I moved from tax accountant into life coaching, which is what I did immediately after that, and then ultimately became a therapist and minister I needed to learn how to be with myself. And painting, painting the walls of my house taught me how to be with myself. You see how sometimes it doesn't even seem to make logical sense and how these things are connected. But your soul has this wisdom that is meant just for you, just for you. So where are you being guided? Is there something that interests you? Maybe it's an author, a book, a craft, an art, a mountain, a conversation. 
what's calling to you? There is absolutely something calling to you right now, every day. The seeds of purpose planted within you are always calling to you. They're always providing you with information. The thing is, we aren't trained to listen. We're conditioned to follow a predetermined path that someone somewhere believed to be the best path. But today I ask you, who was that someone? I used to think that I was less than because I didn't follow the traditional path of high school to college, to career, to marriage, to home ownership, to parenting, to retirement. You see, I went from pregnancy to marriage, to divorce, to college, to career, to remarriage, to home ownership, to new career, to college, to another new career, <laughs> and to a new country. Hello, Canada. I am not less than others because my path didn't go as someone somewhere expected it to go. No, I am exactly where I'm supposed to be. So whatever is happening in your life right now, know that in some way, even if unexplicable, it is supporting those seeds of purpose within you. It is supporting your purpose. Now, I am not saying that you needed to go through the things you've been through or that you needed pain or misery or challenge or what have you. I am not saying that you needed those. I am saying that the seeds of purpose will always use whatever happens in your life as a way to come into fruition. There are definitely things in each one of our lives that we could have done without. But because they happened, there's something to be cultivated. There's something in there that empowers, enables, and moves you into your greatest yet to be. Okay, so travel back with me to the Conscious Living Center, having just received the call to ministry and meeting Reverend Jane Beach. I knew she was my next minister and teacher, but guess what? She wasn't teaching practitioner training anymore. What? This meant that if I moved centers and I studied with her, that I couldn't start practitioner training and I couldn't start ministerial school. It would delay everything. So here I was at a fork in the road. I could study with Reverend Jane and delay practitioner training, or I could stay at my current center and begin right away. What to do? There was a logical answer, wasn't there? Stay at my current center and do what I knew I was called to do. But I knew my soul was calling me to study with Reverend Jane. So I chose to follow my soul's guidance 
even though at the time I didn't know that's what I was doing. I can look back and say, ah, yes, I was following my soul. I didn't really know it at the time. And because I was giving up ministerial training, I decided to look for other master's degree programs in consciousness. You see, at the time, that's what ministerial training was. It was a master's degree in consciousness. So I went back through the same steps I used previously. I had this new awareness. I want a a master's degree in consciousness. That awareness led me to a question. Where else can I get a master's degree in consciousness? The question led me to an exploration. What programs are offered in my area? And guess what? There were multiple programs right in my backyard. So during that decision process, I used the same guidance that I did before to choose the program that works for me. What resonates? What sparks my curiosity? What excites me? And ultimately, I chose the Institute of Transpersonal Psychology, which offered a master's program in counseling psychology that was all about integrating spirituality and psychology. (laughs) How beautiful! And it had the same exact structure as practitioner training. It blew my mind. And so here I was, I moved centers, I started studying with a new minister, and at the same time started a new program that turned out to be the place where I first really learned about diversity, equity, and inclusion. So that master's program I took laid the groundwork for the ministry I didn't even know I wanted yet. Critical pieces of my ministry came from that master's program and from from being with Reverend Jane, even though on the surface, it looked like I was putting everything on hold. I wasn't, and my soul knew it. Those seeds of purpose in me, they knew it, and they knew what they were doing. Just like the seeds of purpose in you know exactly what they're doing. They know exactly what your specific answers are. One of my favorite affirmations is something within me knows. Something within me knows. Because how often do we feel, you know, dumbfounded, confounded, confused, overwhelmed? Something within me knows. Something within me is not overwhelmed. Something within me is very clear and knows the way. These seeds of purpose, they send a divine urge to guide and direct each one of us. Our part is to listen, explore, and pay attention. Not to what others outside of us are saying, or to the, to the best or most logical, or to what we've always done before, or what your parents want for you, or your children. But we must listen to what resonates 
what piques our interest, what energizes and excites us. This is how your soul, the divine in you, how it speaks to you, how it guides you. So Ernest Holmes wrote in this thing called you on page 36, he wrote, you need not mold your life after another. Trust yourself, believe in your direct relationship with life and you will not be disappointed. Do not wait. Today is the time to start. Right where you are is the place to begin. So in this season of new beginnings, start where you are. Walk the only path you can walk, your own. Know that the seeds of purpose within you are not only guiding you, they are loving you into each new step. And because all seeds of purpose come from one place, from the divine, they naturally bring people together who need each other along the way. And when the seeds of purpose within you come to fruition, that bounty is not just for you. They're meant to nourish you and others, everyone you come into contact with. Know that your purpose is both individual and collective. And when you listen to the divine urge within you, you will be directed in the right and perfect ways to live your purpose and to be of service. Say yes. This is life, feeling fulfilled and being a part of something so much bigger than yourself. Life, this world needs you to step into the unknown and to walk the path less traveled. But don't worry, you are guided, protected, supported, and inspired along the way. While each one of us must walk our own path, we absolutely get to do that together. And so it is.